And you hear like a little maraca shaking in the background. <laughs> we didn't bring our props. We didn't have an intro, but no. here we are. You nailed it. <laughs> um, hello, everybody. This is a special edition mm-hmm. of In Review. It's Breaking Bad In Review. Well, the Breaking Bad movie in review, El Camino. Yeah. Really excited. Really excited. How tired are you guys? Very. Okay, so what time did (laughs) it was released last night at midnight Mm -hmm. on Netflix? Did you watch it this morning? Greg and I were up at uh, 6 30 a.m. Watched it this morning. Wow. I don't stay up past like 10 30. Okay, wow. Mm, That's fair. Yeah. So, what about you guys? When were you up till three? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah, we. Started. I mean, we watched in our separate bedroom, so I assume we wa- uh, started at the same time. Oh, because you guys was, were under the same roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very, very worried though. Initially, the internet. Yeah, was the internet spotty. was being weird, oh, but it started working for me. When I, I, I you right click on the PS4 button mm-hmm. and it shows you the bit rate and the res- and it was like 720p at mm. two mil- megabits per second. I was yeah. like, oh, things are bad. Yeah. And then it loaded up and it was in 4K and it. Uh, yeah, I finished it around 2:20 last night and uh, stayed up until 3:30 just. Just thinking. Yeah. Just thinking. What were you thinking? Had a good little cry, you know? <laughs> How about you, Cool G? Oh, you watch it at 6.30 in the morning. Man, you're crazy. Yeah. Dude, I loved it. I wanted to watch it last night and this morning, but Tim had me watching old kind of funny shows I've never watched. Why? Like them playing video games in the museum and stuff. Yeah. That's weird. Tim just likes watching himself. Waste of time. He does like watching himself. I can hear his voice echoing from our living room when I'm trying to sleep at night. Um, yeah, every, all throughout the movie this morning, Cool Greg was like, wait, how long have we been watching? How much more do we have? And I thought he was like getting anxious for it to be over. Uh-huh. But no, he was like, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I hadn't looked that it that it had a two hours and two minutes runtime. Mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't looked at that because I I could feel when the end was getting near I and I didn't want it to end. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, I loved it. I think it's a such a love letter to Breaking Bad fans. Around mm-hmm. um, the third cameo, I thought, this is just Endgame. <laughs> this is Endgame. This is like, we're seeing all these characters that we've loved and, and or hated. Yeah, assembled. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and we're sort of, it's just a little slice of life story. Um, my dad texted me this morning, was like, well, did you like it? He hasn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he's a, he and my mom are big Breaking Bad fans. And, and I said, I loved it, but it's not what you expect it to be. Mm. Yeah. I, I, and I, but I'm glad I sort of tempered my expectations because I, I went into this knowing that Vince Gilligan probably, if he's smart, he won't throw us, throw at us like this brand new big villain that's no. got this giant cartel who's like above Gus Fring or something. Yeah. It's or nothing this whole like, that. like crazy new story yeah. or anything. Yeah. It's nothing like that. And and I think it was perfect because of it. Like, you know, yeah. I think there were some drawbacks, but I, I absolutely loved it. All yeah. right. So before we get too far down, mm. um, I'll introduce you guys. And I'll tr- introduce myself in case you don't know who I am. Uh, I'm Gia, Tim Getty's fiance. Um, Gia Tap Harris. We don't have a lower third, but that's where you can find me. Gianse, some Gianse. Would call you. Yes, I go by that as well. Um, <laughs> next to me, I have Andy Cortez. Hey guys. I don't know any of your guys' nicknames. Um, what do you go by? Uh, they, they say the Hispanic heart. I'll go by Latino Heat now. Oh, mm. Latino Heat. I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. sweet. That's a good one. We got <laughs> Cool G. What's happening, y'all? My movie watching partner these Hell days. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Barrett. Sup. Uh, and so this is in review, which you can watch live at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. And you can watch it later at youtube.com slash kind of funny or at roosterteeth.com. 
Get the show ad-free at patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers did. And shout out to today's Patreon's producers, Al Tribesman and David Mantel. <sighs> David Mantel and I can't Al do the... Tribesman. We, we had this inside joke that oh, yeah. Al Tribesman is the predator because it's like a... A tribe of like a warrior. I don't yeah. know predator. Uh, predator, you know, like the the, the movie Predator. Yo, I, the I know, I, yeah, I don't know. Dreadlocks. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't do the the noise. Yeah. But also, uh, David Mind tells the mind, the mind free. free. Got it. Got it. Street me. And cool. just don't ask why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> cool. All right. So Tim wrote me a little cheat sheet here to just walk through uh, what's up with this movie. Ooh, of course. Um, okay. So it's the name of the movie is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, and it was released last night at midnight. Um, it was directed by Vince Gilligan, who is an American writer, producer, and director. He's known for his television work, mm. specifically as creator, head writer, executive producer, and director of AMC's Breaking Bad and its spinoff, Better Call Saul. He was also a writer and producer for The X-Files and Hell was yeah. the co-creator of its spinoff, The Lone Gunman. So he really oh. likes spinoffs, I guess. I didn't even know that there was a spinoff. Yeah, no, I think it was like yeah. one season or uh, something. Yeah. Like Joey. The friend spinoff Joey. <laughs> yeah. Didn't did, go that That great. didn't give no. more than one season. I think it, it did have two. Mm. I thought it was like I'm four episodes. This yeah, yeah, look it up. Um, the Joey. budget was just over $6 million on this movie. So most movies, the Hollywood movies are like $100 million, mm. $70, $200 million. $200 million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that is not very much. Um, and on top of being released at Netflix, it was also had a limited theatrical release but no numbers on that yet at AMC's right yeah it's uh I think it's Alamo Draft Houses uh yeah throughout the country it's very limited I think it's only this weekend and I I was trying to convince Andy to maybe for us to go see it this weekend but they're all sold out and wow I didn't I didn't even know it was a thing until uh I saw uh one of our our friends uh Trevor Starkey tweet about it and I was like oh it's available at Draft House should I go see it I was like, whoa, I didn't know that was a thing. And Joey was like, oh, yeah, they've been sold out for a long time. Yeah, because I think at our Alamo, they had it in the smaller theater, which is just like 30 seats or something. So it easily sold out. There's another theater, but it's the theater all the way down near the pier. Mm. I was like, yeah, that's I don't even want to look into that. That's so far away. But I, I also don't know if I would have preferred seeing it in the theater. I Maybe I want to rewatch it in the theater. Yeah. But yeah. the uh, I feel like there would have been a little too much clapping a lot of wooing for, for the cameos, cameos and the yeah. fan service. Which like gets me jacked up, but I yeah. like I, Breaking Bad is so it's a so dialogue experience. heavy. Yeah. It's so you know, it's so much of the core of Breaking Bad is Vince Gilligan's writing and his dialogue, and I, I feel like the I would have been worried to miss a lot of that. Yeah. And even though it's, you know, obviously a movie that's getting a little bit of a theatrical release, it's like it's kind of the continuation of a TV universe. So it feels like you should watch it almost like a TV show. Yeah, right. Like it didn't feel totally theatrical. Mm. It felt like two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Uh, update on the Joey TV show. Oh, yeah. It had two seasons with ah. 46 episodes, but eight unaired on NBC, which I believe is where it originally aired. So there you Whoa. go. That's, it a always that's worse than your snake. <laughs> no, it's, it's a different Joey. Okay. <laughs> that's Joey Lawrence. <laughs> it always breaks my heart when I hear about unaired episodes of shows. Yeah. Like, it's like, wow, they put all that budget and time into making it and it didn't even. Never saw air. a lot of day. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, first impressions. What did we think of El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie? I think. This was, uh, I'm surprised to hear you say when you're talking to your dad about it's not what you expect. This is exactly what I was hoping for of just a little bit of the aftermath with Jesse and enough to give him the 
finale that he deserves. They, uh, I, I rewatched the show leading up to the movie, and rewatching the finale, it's it's a great finale. It, it wraps things up really well, but it's it's the end of Walt's story, you know. And yeah. I, I don't feel like we really got enough of closure with Jesse's character. And I, that was always one of the biggest questions when the show ended was what happens to Jesse? And there's so many interviews and questions to, to Gilligan about what happens to him. And Gilligan always said, like, I personally think he gets away with like gets away and finds a better life. And maybe he goes sees Brock and, and whatnot. And uh, See, I was on the opposite side because I heard really? an interview where he. I, I'll never forget the interview of him saying, I believe it was at like one of the AMC sort of watch party sort of yeah. things. Mm. I, I think it was there. Uh, but he's. they said, what do you think happens to Jesse? And he says, well, he probably gets caught. Like his fingerprints are all over that lab. Yeah. There's He doesn't really have a whole lot of people to help him out in this situation. They're all right. dead. And, and that always sort of like stung me because I just feel like this character has been tortured for so long. And we've seen... The he he is scarred like physically and mentally yeah. and uh, and I wanted like this proper send off so we, we I might have been it. thinking of a yeah. different interview with like a different uh, producer or something but yeah watching it this time uh, I we got the finale I think Jesse Pinkman deserved uh, and I think I believe what we all wanted honestly to to see him uh, go through all this and. Get to experience like a, a little more with him, and to to give him the send off. I, I really think he deserved. I, I loved it. It was again. It felt like another episode or two of Breaking Bad. It had a great balance of funny, goofy one liners in the yeah. beginning. Very, very tense scenes of just little moments. Right of uh, tr- I'm trying not to be super spoily yet until we get into the mm-hmm. the plot, but. Uh, there's just a point where he's trying to break into an apartment and the there's just a really great shot of someone slowly coming up to possibly like find him and just that the, the way it's shot the way the music uh, kind of tenses up uh, there's just a lot of that that Breaking Bad did so well that they were able to put into this movie and that's really all I wanted was to for them to nail uh, the tone of Breaking Bad and yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Cool, Greg, what did you think? Man, I love this G thing, dude. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of so many fan fictions I read when, when uh-huh. Breaking, Bad, Breaking Bad first ended and just kind of like the mix of all my favorite parts and I really think it's a really like social commentary on like you know life of crime's bad, but like the life of a snitch, bro. That shit, that shit <laughs> get real, yeah. real complicated real quick. Yeah. I, I already sort of talked about my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so were you guys like waiting for this or wanting this when um, the Breaking Bad finale came out six years ago? Like, did you feel that the story wasn't complete? Were you left questioning what was going to happen to Jesse? No, I, I was totally. I think it's. I think it's a so hard for a show to end in a good way where the fans are left satisfied. Yeah. And I was left super happy after Breaking Bad ended. I never thought that I needed it, but again, it's it's I have such faith in Vince Gilligan and his yeah. writing and his 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 character sort of building and his world building and the fact that we got more, I did not complain as soon like as I was watching it Part of me kept thinking, I'd say I'm maybe a third of the way through, and I, I, like, I, I could feel myself thinking, I don't know if I need this, but I'm so happy I have it. Right. Yeah. Like, I, like I, you know, some of these 
side stories are maybe not super consequential to the greater sort of arc of whatever this world is, but I'm happy we have it. And I'm happy it's like coming from an official voice and we're seeing these characters that we maybe thought we would have never seen again. And we're seeing them... uh, all the the it, it felt like Pulp Fiction Breaking Bad. The, yeah. the time jumps. It's yep. sort of just like a slice of life. Uh, it, you know, a day in the life of, of Jesse Pinkman. And I I absolutely love it. Kind of a pivotal day though. It's not really like a yeah. slice of yeah. life. I mean, it's a big a big day. You're yeah, right, a big sure. couple days really. Yeah. Um. Cool. Should we? Well, I want to. What, what do you think, Gia? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. 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 No, I thought it was great. Um. Uh, I thought uh, it totally captured the same tone as Breaking Bad. Um, definitely, like, I think we got Walt's story, but throughout the series of Breaking Bad, it became Jesse's story as much as it was Walt's. And right. so getting to follow through on some of the, the open ends there was was cool. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, the uh, just really quick, the when it ended, I... I I felt like the story was complete, but again, like I said, going back through it this time, I, I did want more, uh, and I was I was glad that we got it, and I'm glad that we're finally getting closure for two other characters in other uh, uh, platforms. Like we we have the Better Call Saul show, which yeah. we presume at the end of it when we do the flash forwards to where he's at uh, post all the Heisenberg stuff where we're, we'll get closure with that character. And now we're also getting closure with Jesse and, uh, no Saul, not, no, Saul. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, maybe, uh, some implications where, where Saul's at, uh, in this, uh, in, at this time in the movie. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we had it, but when the show originally ended, I, I honestly thought that was it. And I was totally fine with that. And it, it's like you were like, I did not need this, but I'm, I'm glad we have more. I, I love that we don't, like, again, I, I care about these characters so much, and I love that there's no more sort of speculation. Now it's all it's all canon. Like, we, yeah. we, are, we are now realizing, like, we have seen the end. We have, we're, he's in Alaska now. We presume he's going to be fine. He has a different identity. He's going to start his new life up there. And that was always the worry for me. We're like, I, I care about this guy so much, and we've seen him go through so much shit. Yeah. We've seen him witness so many people that he's loved uh, die right in front of him. We've seen him kill people, and we've seen the emotional trauma and how that you know has impacted him throughout the whole series. And the fact that he it, there's there was light at the end of the tunnel, and it's in Alaska, and it seems it seems like everything's going to be fine. So like yeah. again, like it feels so weird to care so much about a fictional <laughs> character, but man, I, I fucking love him, dude. And like just like. Skinny Pete said, "You're my fucking hero, dude. You're my like, fucking hero, God bro. damn, what a great moment. Yeah. Are there any other stories in this universe that you want to know? Like, we've got Better Call Saul, and we've got El Camino. Like, most people are dead at this point. Like, are there any prequels or sequels that you're waiting on? Any anything else? I just want a short, a five minute short of what the fuck happened to my boy Huel. Where is he? Yes." We got yeah. no follow up with him, and it was so upsetting. Yeah. Well, did you see all the social stuff Netflix was posting throughout the yeah, day? Yeah, like they retweeted my tweet. They were they were retweeting, or the Breaking Bad account at least was retweeting a bunch of tweets about. Yeah. We better see Heal. Like I'm so excited to see what happened to Heal. Yeah. Nothing. Well, man. they they were just posting videos. I, I don't know if you follow the. I, I believe it was either Breaking Bad's account or no. Netflix's account, but mm. three uh, two different times yesterday. I believe 24 hours prior to the movie, and then like 12 hours prior. Or maybe three hours prior, something like that. They were just releasing videos of Huel in that same room, like walking around, oh, yeah. just kind of pacing. Wait, huh. what room? 
uh, in the room that we last saw Huel oh, last in that, in that yeah. apartment, like, you know, living room or whatever. Huh. And it was just videos of him kind of walking around and pacing around. And I'm shocked we we didn't see him at all. But I don't I mean. And well, he's heavily featured in Betty, Better Call Saul, right? Yeah. 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 But we don't know what happens to him. The, yeah, post-breaking. So bed. we don't care about Skylar. We don't care about Marie. I... I think that because they're the only people left, right? I, I feel like involving them would have been a little too ham-fisted, especially uh, since their connection to Jesse wasn't really there. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, we but not even s- just for this movie, would you want to see a yeah, follow-up? Like, oh, with them oh, um, no, not really. No, no. I think it would be interesting <laughs> to get another like, uh, like an idea for a short for heel. I think it would be interesting to see a short with Skyler just to see if. You know, one of Walt's last acts was to leave all of his money with Grey Matter and to yeah. tell them, like, tell, told them, hey, I want you to set up a trust for Walter Jr. He gets all of this on his 18th birthday, mm-hmm. uh, and you're going to say it's because of basically guilt and whatnot that you're giving him this money. Uh, and so I, I would want to see just like a little short just to see if that paid off, or maybe they did come out and they're like, hey, like, he threatened us with this money. We're gonna call his bluff. We don't. Maybe we don't think the uh, the assassins that he paid are real. Uh, I, I would be interested to see that. But besides that, I, I'm so fine. only as it relates to kind of Walt's legacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I want to see how uh, Walt's daughter deals with all that clout. Yep. It's like you the son of a, Ooh, or yeah. Yeah. Of a legend, and yeah. And you don't have that same hatred that Walt Jr. is gonna have, right? Which right. I also didn't really kind of agree with. I was like, man, that's your dad. I understand Hank was dope, but that shit pops, bro. Yeah, Come on, yeah. you gotta always hear him out. Rewatching uh, again, I, I I spent most of yesterday rewatching everything, and I was just catching up. And I kind of wished I hadn't, um, mm. because I I don't feel like anything. <coughs> I felt like I was gonna need a lot. There was gonna be a lot of pertinent information that maybe I didn't remember. Mm. But I feel mm-hmm. like all of the flashbacks that we got were all kind of. Gave just we, enough. We, we know. We, we know yeah. what's happening. We, there wasn't a whole lot of like winks and nods of the audience and be like, oh, that's from that one episode where he opened the drawers. You know, there, was, there wasn't really a whole lot of that. And, mm-hmm. and I almost, I felt like I wish I hadn't rewatched it only so that I could have had that feeling of, holy shit, I didn't expect to see this cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. expect to see this character to be in this movie. Yeah. And because I just I just saw them. <laughs> I right. just because for the last like two weeks, that's all I've been seeing. So uh, you weren't waiting for six years for these, pe- exactly, these people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um yeah, I, I kind of wish I hadn't done that, but it was still it was still awesome. And yeah, that that moment, that phone call where he's trying to give Walt Jr. the money and he's just die already. It's yeah. like, oh man, that yeah. breaks my heart. I, I, I am glad that I watched it just to get a refresher of where just Jesse is at right now, you yeah. know, of how long he's been in captivity and just his mental space. Uh, I'm, I do understand your point though, but uh, just for, I think just the Jesse narrative alone, I, th- I think it was it was worth the rewatch for myself at least. Say you want this! <laughs> well, um, all right, it's time for the plot. I, think I don't it's have time a for song. The plot. You, you don't, don't have, have a song? I just like I oh, was. Come on. I was gonna say this in review. We'll stand alone. The baby. The oh yeah, yeah, song. do and it, I was do it, do say, it. Boss babies, something. But I couldn't really and think come of like. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Well, you gave me something. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it may have been six long years for us, but it's only been a few moments for Jesse Pinkman. But before we get to where he uh, is at after the aftermath of uh, Walt and Je uh, the Nazis, it's time for we some get ads. <laughs> <laughs> we get a flashback with Jesse and Mike talking about uh, uh, both talking about them leaving Walt and the meth business. Mike gives Jesse the idea of going to Alaska, which is. Sets up what he, he's going to do in this movie, but is also a callback to when Jesse was originally going to leave uh, and go with the disappear. He was like, well, what about Alaska? Could I go to Alaska? So it's cool to see that that was uh, Mike planting a seed. And, and it was one little glimmer of hope and positivity in, in Jesse's right. eyes where he's leaving that office and yeah, Alaska's good. And it's like, <laughs> oh, like uh, th this might end up okay. And then Heel has to steal the weed from him. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then before we cut to the current day, Mike tells Jesse that putting things right is the one thing that Jesse cannot do. But then we cut to Jesse driving away from the aftermath of Walt's last act and is immediately met with cops. He pulls away quickly to avoid them and drives away. We then get a weird cut to what, uh, so I wrote my notes just like as pure reactions uh we get a weird cut to what seems to be a scene Vince Gilligan didn't have time to shoot, so he just added a weird CGI scene to make up for it. But no, it's our good old friend Skinny Pete and Badger doing what they do best, hanging out, goofing off, and Apex and whatever that means. Uh, and what, I was going to ask you gamers, games. because I'm not a gamer, what is Apex? I, I, think, it's, I think it's a driving term. I think it's mm. like what, when you get to the top of the turn. It's, it's like, like, like a drifting of a, thing. It's like the apex of a triangle is the top of the Right. Yeah, but I yeah. think it's like a drifting okay. term because they were playing a racing game, and it's yeah. like when you get to the I don't I don't fucking know. But again, this is just like it. It, it reminds me how in, uh, at the start of most Pixar movies we see the characters in their element, and this yeah. is Badger and Skinny Pete's element. Bad. They're playing yeah. games. They're, they're making dumb jokes to each other. Like yeah. it's like ah, we're right back to it, man. <laughs> it was such a weird cut. It's though, like we when, never left when the car crashes. I was like, this is weird. Why? Oh, it's, it's just this, like it's the video game. Yeah, it's the yeah. video game. But I thought it was like a weird CGI like thing yeah. that they didn't have time to film. I was when like, the car wrecks, no. I was like, that is the lowest poly rock I've ever seen in my life. I was like, oh, it's an Xbox 360 game. I but get it. shout out to the movie for using Xbox 360 controllers, keeping it historically accurate since the Xbox One had not come out yet. Jesse arrives and Pete doesn't recognize him at first, which reminds us how long Jesse has been missing from their lives. Because honestly, what do they have going on besides Jesse? Uh, first order of business. Jesse needs to hide the El Camino. Uh, they, there's a little moment of Badger and Pete helping him out there. And Badger drives the, the car into the basketball hoop. Just classic Pete and Badge. Uh, One of my favorite right lines happens during the sequence where uh, Skinny Pete is making fun of Badger for being big. And he oh, said yeah. that he's sized for love. <laughs> and I like felt like I'm sized for love. Like a smaller love. <laughs> but, like, it was like just very... It's a very badger line. Yeah, yeah. it's adorable. <laughs> Pete looks over Jesse as he sleeps like a creepy brother. Definitely not a hot younger brother like Kevin's. Uh -huh. We get a classic Breaking Bad <laughs> time lapse. We see Los Poyos has been turned into a Twisters, whatever that is. Uh, Pete and Badger are watching who I believe is Hank's boss, Raimi, uh, doing like the he's on the TV giving the news of all that went down mm. at the, yes. uh, the the site. Did uh, you notice that the woman next to him, I don't think she has a line, but mm. I'm, I just was catching up on Better Call Saul. So the woman uh. next to him is the the DA or the ADA who um, Kim goes head to head with, with that, um, oh. that I think it's, it's Yule's case. 
Uh, oh. Remember with all the postcards and all that stuff? Um, yeah, yeah, interesting. She doesn't have a line because huh. no women in this movie have lines. Wow. But anyway. Oh, wow. Except for the vacuum store lady. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, Even, yeah, gosh. And and mm, Mrs. Mm. Pinkman, but. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I'm thinking uh, Kristen Ritter. Oh, oh that's like true. One word. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> like it's like one like, word. All right. <laughs> but Hank's boss, Rami, is uh, giving a press release on the Walter Nazi showdown, uh, and they do not, uh, ba- Pete and Badge do not know what to think of it. Jesse wakes up and doesn't remember where he is. He's definitely dealing with some major PTSD, but Pete and Badge calm him down. Pete gets some clothes for Jesse, uh, gives him some of his clothes, but not Badger's clothes, because Badger is uh, can't help that he sighs for love. Pete and Badger <laughs> are the best brothers you could ever have, and just want to take care of Jesse. Uh, you can see that what they heard on the news makes them super worried as they uh, lead Jesse to the shower. Jesse showers with his gun and has another flashback of being tortured. Uh, really, really just like intense stuff of just the it's a great memory cut. of the, mm. the water hitting on his back. Just uh, Editing was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jesse shaves his head against the advice of Pete and has a plan on where to go next. Jesse calls good old Joe to help him get rid of the El Camino, and Joe does it for free because he knows that Jesse is down on his luck and just needs some help. Fuck yeah. Fucking Joe. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the weasel-sounding guy from uh, Billy Madison. Oh, that's who he's from. <laughs> Every time he popped up on the show, I'm like, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> Jesus. What's up, What's up G? I was so upset when he cut his hair. I can't believe he did that, man. I was, oh. But I was I saying, thought, like, I think it's helpful when you're doing flashbacks to have different, like, really distinct hairstyles. Makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Even though the wigs are terrible. Oh, oh I know. Oh, my we God. We have to wig out later. We got a very yeah. special episode of wigging <laughs> out I mean, planned for you. But they were also terrible in the the w- one of the final flashbacks at the end of Breaking Bad. Oh, where yeah, they, where, where they, they, they go shoot, back. That scene. Oh, right. Yeah. They go back, and at this point, you know, it's, it's you know, I'm not trying to... We we all gain weight as human beings, yeah. but you know it's obvious in some of the flashbacks in Breaking Bad where it goes back and it's like Jesse's Jesse is a little bit thicker now, yeah, which yeah. is oh. totally fine, but and like normal. And the hair doesn't the the wig is like so terrible. Yeah, it was like very thin yes. and stuff like yeah, that. I was like, yeah, that's not Jesse's no. hair. Uh, where did I uh, leave off? Yeah, Joe does it for free. He checks the car for bugs, and his gadgets uh, detect that the low jack has been a- activated, so the cops be coming. Joe gets the fuck out of there. Pete, the better brother of the Pete and Badge crew, comes up with a plan to get Jesse out. They all trade cars and gives uh, Jesse, and they give Jesse cast to, uh, like the good boys they are, and head their separate ways. Uh, Pete gives Jesse his token beanie, and Jesse takes the keys off of, uh, takes a key off the ring of the El Camino keys. Jesse asks Pete why he's doing all this and Pete responds dude you're my hero and shit yeah yeah. Pete is the fucking real one in this movie Um, and it's at this point where we don't see Pete and Badger ever again and that's when it sinks that's when it sinks into me of like that's what this movie is. This is his goodbye to everybody. That that's what this movie is gonna be, yeah. and and not. I mean, it's our goodbye to them too. Yeah, that's like fair. we're, we're yeah. since a lot of these characters we may not have seen towards the end of Breaking Bad. Like this is not only Jesse seeing them for the last time, but sometimes the last time he sees them are in flashbacks. Right. But this is kind of like the viewers last time to see a lot of these uh you know pivotal roles in this universe. So. Yeah, because similar to Jesse the last time we see them in the finale it's kind of yeah, yeah like whatever it's a fun cameo yeah. but but also uh, during during goodbye. all these interactions my my immediate thought was oh um before we sort of leave them uh before we leave Pete and Badger my immediate thought was oh this is going to be a a Jesse Pete and Badger thing. Yeah. Uh like a whole yeah. adventure with them. Yeah. yeah. And then they're gone and it's like 
Oh, oh no. Okay, maybe not. Um, but I kind of have a feeling what this is going to be. Yeah. So then we see uh, Jesse sees the cavalry head for Pete's house. Uh, we get another flashback of him in the cage and Hitler's wet dream. Meth Damon uh, does his creepy, polite, good cop thing. Because Jesus Christ, Todd is a weird little fucker. Uh, shout out to the way they shot the scene at, at first to hide the fact that Todd is uh, also looks really, really different. Jesse since the... Plemons is a is a big dude now. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I've known that because I watched um, Fargo. He, Fargo, but also he was in Game Night as well as the Neighbor Cop. Uh, oh. Yeah, he looks pretty different in that. So they I, make him look really creepy. I just know Jesse Plemons to be a bigger dude now. Yeah, and so when he is first hovering over the tarp, I'm like, oh, that's how they're going to do this. Yeah, that that they're going like to the Tarkin. They're going to do the yeah. Tarkin thing. This is how they're hiding his weight gain, and then they sort of ease you into it, where yeah. they cover his face up with the bars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's shot in a really interesting way. And then it just becomes Jesse and Todd doing shit. Yeah. And then I'm like, maybe it's Jesse and Todd. <laughs> maybe it's there <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. And oh. then it, and then it, uh, yeah, we yeah. see just their sort of little hijinks. But yeah. It's, yeah. It's really great. He gives Jesse a cigarette in the weirdest way possible and tries to have a normal conversation like he isn't the most demented piece of shit who has ever existed. Todd mentions Jack and the boys are doing some vacation at the water lake skiing. with some water skiing uh, and takes Jesse on a nice field trip and pets Jesse like the weird little fucked up freak he is to put on to- uh, to put a top on his El Camino. But Todd needs help with something else. Is it therapy? Well, we'll find out in a bit because we go back to Jesse in the present laying low in Pete's car and listening to the news uh, we get a little moment here where Lydia is confirmed dead uh, like confirmed to be dying and there's there seems to be no help for her and Walter White is confirmed dead and Jesse seems to be uh, ha- have some conflicted feelings over it you know he, he definitely this is a man who emotionally abused and tortured him for a, a long time but at the end of the day still saved his life and you see that in his face where there's a brief moment of like thank God, but also like that this person was important in my life. It, it, I I really lo- loved also, that it's moment. Bullshit. Watch it should have never been shot. Like upon rewatching it, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at where they're lying, and I'm looking at, and they they cut to the outside shot where the the machine gun is mm-hmm. shooting through the mm-hmm. walls. Mm-hmm. There's no bullet holes near the ground. Like mm-hmm. unless okay. he got ricocheted All or something. Right. Could have ricocheted. <laughs> yeah, but like, but would that be a fatal blow? You know? I mean, where it hit him is yeah, if, if, if we're thinking if it's a ricochet, it would go through the back, right? But then we saw the wound in his front, so Ugh. that thing like went through him. Those are big ass Allegedly. They, they were big LMGs. I like yeah. that, that in that same like uh, news thing, they were mm. like, they don't know where he got this insane gun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were like, this is a this is completely like a militaristic weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Weapon of death. Uh, you watched it too, Kev. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Like, How'd you like it, Kev? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did think it was a little like fairy tale y at the end, but it's like yeah, that is what I that's wanted. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That is what I wanted for yeah. people. Um, where did I leave off? Uh, yeah, so see the him listening to the news. Uh, Jesse then pulls up to the spot Todd took him to for their fun little field trip. Jesse must have loved it so much that he wanted to reminisce over his good times with his best bud. He sneaks into Todd's apartment, which has already been searched uh, in the most tense way ever. And this is just the, the shot of him trying to sneak in and the landlord or the no- nosy neighbor, neighbor yeah, yeah uh, is slowly like watering plants and coming up. And then we get a great cut uh, when he goes into the apartment and then a cut back to the flashback uh, where he's like peeking in the hole because for a second you think oh he's making sure that that dude's walked away but we go back to uh, Jesse and Todd on their field trip Todd uh, comes in after he talks to the nosy neighbor and he's like how do you like my place I don't know it looks like uh, what the 60s thought the future was going to look like you weirdo Uh, Todd needs Jesse to hide 
Uh, Tonya, his cleaning lady, who he choked to death with his, with his belt, Oof. like the sexual deviant he is. Turns out she found Todd's money because his best idea to hide it is where me and all my friends used to hide our weed and pipes in high school. Uh, when he put back <laughs> on that belt, yeah, didn't your like stomach turn? Ugh. I mean, well, it's it's it oh, was it was belt though. You don't want to waste a belt. It was perfect. <laughs> like that detail is such a perfect kind was, of like this is who Todd is, and we know this. We we know yeah. that in Breaking Bad, where he has witnessed people dying, he shoots a kid, and it's yeah. just and it's just so ho hum. Like there's the moment that again I was rewatching. <laughs> I was just rewatching it, and they uh, all of the the neo Nazi skinheads are. His uncle and stuff, they're all watching the news and they see the news about, or no, no, they're watching Jesse's confession tape. Right. Mm. And Jesse's saying, yeah, and then Todd shot this kid and they cut to Todd and he's like, he's got a proud look like, yeah, I, I'm the, he's talking about me, I shot him. Yeah. Ooh. And this dude is just so fucked up, but Jesse Plemons is such a fucking good actor. He's really yeah. good. And he plays the role so well of like, I, the reason why, it, it reminds me a lot of Gus Fring where the reason why mm-hmm. I am so dangerous is because I come off. Not that he's coming off in a in a nice way. He just is a nice guy, but he's fucked up, demented. As like, yeah, like it, he's yeah. not tra- he's not faking this. He's not faking this nice character. He genuinely thinks that this is how I should interact with society. And mm-hmm. hey, I'm a nice guy, but also I'm gonna choke her to death. Not because she's gonna rat on me or stealing, but just because she found it. Yeah, and that's just what you got to do. And oh, I gotta take my belt back. What a psychopath. I love no. him. I love <laughs> what him. What a psychopath. He's I love such him. a great character, dude. <laughs> hey, man. So as soon as we got introduced to that nosy neighbor, mm. I was like, I don't understand why Jesse's not pulling a, like, all right, fuck this. Now I'm going all out. Cause, oh, yeah? Because what? He's going to get shot. Then Todd's going to basically get himself caught. Right, right, Because right. that's he what he uses. eyes are on you now. Yeah. This is the first mm-hmm. eyes that haven't been in the neo-Nazi camp or whatever. So I just feel, I feel like he should have took advantage that's of that. That's a good point. But And we'll kind of breach that topic again uh, a little bit. But I think it's just because where Jesse is at right now where he everything has been taken away from him and there's no glimmer of hope. There's no, He ha- feels like no one's coming to save him and yeah. he doesn't have an end goal anymore because well, of that. Also, like as a lover of true crime and sort of like having read a lot about like what it means to be a sociopath and how right. you can manipulate like your like, people who are in your capture. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the tactics that's something you see um, Todd do, which is pepperoni pizza, is kindness. It's <laughs> yeah. giving him the cigarette because Jesse at those moments feels like he might actually be safer. Like he's getting taken care of just enough yeah. that there's a little bit of certainty that he might be kept safe as opposed to um, like trying to run away mm-hmm. and trying to escape. Whereas there's no assurance. There's there. no assurance. And so it's like just enough kindness to keep him like a little bit. Chasing that chasing, carrot at the yeah, end of it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. thinking, oh, he sees me at least as a human. Right. Also, at that point, like right when he gave him the cigarette and was taking him out, he was like, hey, don't try anything, like, don't try yeah. to run away, or we're going to go after the kid. Brock, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But we we do see him, you know, later on, without spoiling anything, reach for a gun later. So that, it's like, that is true. That's just a couple hours later, right? Yeah. Although, Maybe the bodies and all these things, but yeah, I still think we didn't do anything new to mm-hmm. have him, like, jump over but mm. right, we'll see. that's fair Jesse puts the money away for Todd and notices that he has a spider like the kill, uh, kid he killed in cold blood and snow globes the fuck you weirdo uh, we cut back to Jesse well, in the present so in the snow globe yeah. I thought that was him and Lydia because it looked kind of like handmade uh, what? 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 It's no. not even Star Wars in your view. No, Rancho. <laughs> Stay on your own show, you freak. No, we're not. Go back to tattooing. 
Oh, God. No, you don't. Was he a small pumpkin? Since he was a small stoner. No, you don't. Get it? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he goes around everybody. What about the Walt Jr. always eating breakfast? He's just saying what he remembers. God oh, damn it. All right. Where do you watch it, Watto? <laughs> Why? Where do you watch it? Why? <laughs> god, the eyes. The eyes are so. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. I look around for a wall hat and I can't find it. I look around for some tiny whities and I can't find it. Oh, my God. Thank God. All right. Bye, Wado. You know. Thanks for visiting us, Wado. We do oh, know. There's a pumpkin. It's a Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> is, is it weird? He got older. <laughs> <laughs> He's lumbering around, man. Oh, His joints man. are weak. What a psychopath. <laughs> uh, we cut to Jesse in the present, and we see that all of Todd's money is gone. It seems that Todd moved it before Jesse killed him, and the world became a better place. It was a good idea, Jess, but you're kind of fucked now. Jesse does some sleuthing, feeds Todd Spider for some reason, and gets distracted by a TV from another apartment that is playing an interview with Jesse's parents. And the only thing that they want to say to him is that he should turn himself in. Like, they didn't even say they loved him. I mean, they were already, there was already a complicated relationship in the show, right? Like, the I think the last time he even sees his parents is... When he's buying the house? The weed no. thing, right? No, I think gives... it's after he buys the house. I think he run. I forget. The weed part with the little brother? No, that's like the first time we meet them, but then he oh, buys okay. his aunt's house back. That might have been the last time we we see them, but yeah, it's still very. Yeah, they're like, you can't go into the house, Jesse. Yeah. You can't go in. And he's like, I bought it. Yeah, he's like, I fuck that was you. Reverse order. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's very complicated, and, and obviously there's um, a lot of emotions going on there. And the the last time they saw him, he they he kind of fucked them over, right? And so now that they learn about all of this. Horrible shit that he has done uh, without context of the jer- like the things that he went through with Walt, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine being a parent and learning that about your child. Um, yeah, it was hard. It was yeah. really hard. Uh, we cut to uh, we cut back to Jesse and Todd's not so excellent adventure as Jesse hurls poor Tonya off of the apartment <laughs> complex. I know, really, just like what come on, like, God, like y- y'all couldn't land. have just like carried her down yeah. together. Come on. <laughs> That was a very practical solution for that problem. It's you have two hot. people, though. I contemplated doing that when yeah. I I contemplated doing that with my uh, I had like a giant dead TV. Yeah, TV. Oh. I had a, like when I first moved to Austin, I lived in like a, my first apartment with all my friends. I had this giant CRT, like fifty inch, Kevin. The thing glass. weighed like seven thousand pounds, aware, dude. <laughs> and I was so close to just like lobbing it out of the out of the balcony because I didn't want to take it back down. I had I couldn't, right? Mm. And so I just left it there in the apartment. 
moral of the story is leave Tonya in the. <laughs> <laughs> they pile her in the back of Todd's El Camino, and a song starts playing that makes it seem like this awful situation could turn into a fun adventure where Jesse and Todd become good pals despite their differences. Catch the Breaking Bad Odd Couple spinoff Fridays at seven. They go for a drive, and Todd immediately ruins the song because he's singing too, probably thinking about Lydia. He asks uh, the truck that passes him to honk, but they don't give him the satisfaction. Good. Uh, Jesse is laying in the back with Tonya. It's a classic will-they-won't-they they situation. Unfortunately, it's a won't-they situation because Tonya is dead, and Jesse is digging her grave. We get some good old classic uh, Gillikin nature shots. He should really direct uh, some nature shows, you know what I'm saying? God, just like beautiful. the just the landscape and all this the stuff. The show is shot so gorgeous. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but before we find out what happens, yeah. will they survive? We'll have to find out well, in Tim, just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. this episode of Kind of Funny in Review is brought to you by Me Undies. Gia, can you give me some ghost noises? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Remember when planning your costume as a kid was like the most fun you could have pre-Christmas? Now, you're an adult, so you get to wear me undies. Spooky Halloween-themed me undies. I'm wearing some right now. There's some pumpkins on Uh, those, babies. And you... I don't have spooky ones. You got them pineapples, though. Unless you're scared of pineapples. How soft are those? Fantastic. So, so soft. What are you wearing, Kevin? Dinosaurs. I can't see dinosaurs. Monsters are scary. Monsters are scary. MeUndies are spooky soft. They're designed to be the best thing you've ever put on your body. Like softer than a fluffy kitten dressed up in a pumpkin costume. Softer than the brain zombies love to eat. If you think that's too far, Gia. These are the. (laughs) 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 I I heard uh, Watto is a Breaking Bad fan. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for you guys. Any first time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair of free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Also, shout out to HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, you can get easy seasonal recipes and Oh, excuse me. Pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy, Gia. You do this all the time. How easy is it? It's very easy. I think almost you could do it. I'm sure I could do it, okay? <laughs> what, what, is, what are some of your favorite meals that you've had with this? Um, so what's in our fridge right now is the chicken breast with some potatoes and some sort of like fig jam or something sweet Ooh. on top of that. I feel like I like that salty sweet combo. Mm, yeah. Fig me up. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. Uh, you can break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Why don't we ever get the cookie dough? You should get on that. We should figure that out. Uh, you guys, for $80 <laughs> off your first month of HelloFresh, you can go to HelloFresh.com slash Morning80 and enter Morning80. That's HelloFresh.com slash Morning80 and enter code Morning80 for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. And finally, shout out to Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out, it's hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. And they offer smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. Greg Miller really could have used this service back in college. Uh, he made some bad mistakes, and this could have could have helped him a lot. Upstart <laughs> goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. 
They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. You can see why Upstart's ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. Thank you guys. You're killing it. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Thank Tim. you, Tim. I'm still thinking about Watto. I know. It <laughs> freaks me out. Uh, let's see. Where did we leave <clears throat> off? Todd wants to do a eulogy for I, Tonya, but Jesse, like all of us, thought the face CGI in that movie was really bad and refuses. Todd wants more cigarettes and asks Jesse to grab uh, more from the glove compartment. Jesse finds a gun in there and thinks, man, I think he's asking to be killed. Uh, Todd bargains for his life with pizza and beer, and honestly, I love pizza so much. I would Don't you be feel inclined. like it's the pepperoni dis- diplomacy yeah, act? So like, yeah, so Jesse remembers Andy's yeah. pepperoni pizza diplomacy act yeah. and gives Todd back the yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> but yeah, to go back to this moment where he uh, has this kind of excited like moment of power where he could get away, uh, I, I think it really is what, what you were saying earlier of just the just the little glimmer of hope and being taken care of because there's nothing that he can do uh, if he kills him. Like, where does he go, right? There, there's just, yeah. uh, there's no hope at the end of the tunnel if he goes that route. So uh, it, it, it's a weird uh, kind of victim scene, uh, victim in power scene right here that I really, really uh, appreciated. Uh, we cut back to Jesse tearing Todd's apartment apart for the money, and we get the coolest shot from above uh, the apartment, showing the whole awesome thing shot. with multiple Jessies in a time lapse, like searching. So, like, it took me a minute to realize what I was looking at, oh, and it was great. just like so. It was. I, I like Playing I, Hotline Miami's all of a sudden. It was yeah, so badass. It dude. was so fucking cool. I don't know. I, I would love to learn how they did that. Uh, but it was. It took me a second to realize what I was looking at. And right when it cut away, I was like, oh, no, that was so cool. And I had to rewind. My mind immediately went to, did they recreate this whole apartment like in a warehouse and then just yeah. shoot it from the top? Of you? Was was there C- that is there CG involved in this scene? Was yeah. that only CG? Like, yeah. It just seemed like a... A lot of production questions yeah, I have. so awesome. Involving. I bet you all the budget went to that. Yeah. <laughs> that and the uh, the explosion that we'll get to in a bit. Uh, Jesse gives up hope of being able to find the money and bangs his head against the fridge, which makes a weird sound. Aha! The money is hidden in the fridge, but as soon as the... <coughs> Jesse finds the money and only gets a wad of it, the cops show up. But are they cops? One of them picks up uh, a snow globe that Todd seems to have made of himself and Lydia sitting in a teacup. What the fuck, dude? You're so weird. You may, One, you're making snow globes, and two, you have just the weirdest obsession with Lydia. I didn't catch that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it, it took me a second to realize, but then I, when I noticed it was the teacup, and then Lydia, like the the woman is like wearing like the blue dress. I was like, oh shit, this is like a weird tribute to her. Yeah, for some I noticed because it, it was just such a crappy snow globe, so I was like, this right. looks handmade. <laughs> so, yeah. I think this is where the I think all of this sequence is where the movie is the most Breaking Bad. Yes, I feel like all of the the tension building, mm-hmm. the obviously the plot Who twist that the, you're going to get yeah. to like yeah. uh, all of that stuff is just like this is breaking bad and right. they fuck it like this whole scene is just like this is what you could show people when you're trying to sell the show you know right right yeah. uh the cat uh, one of the cops happens upon Jesse and he says I'm no cop killer you be cool 
I'll be cool. Uh, the cop calls to his lieutenant, and the other dude immediately knows something is up. Uh, okay, again, this is me reacting kind of as I'm watching. Okay, they are cops, but they got me thinking several ways. Oh, shit! No, they aren't! They bluffed Jesse into giving himself up, but once that dude looks for something to tie Jesse up, you know they aren't cops. They got me twice, where I was like, okay, they are cops when they first come in, and then they close the door, and they're like, ah, oh, shit, this place is torn apart. And I was like, maybe they're not? And then when the one dude like happens upon Jesse, I was like, oh, no, they, they, they are. They, they got to be cops. But the, when they have him on the floor, I was like, fuck no. He just made a big, before, big mistake. Before they handcuff him, I was just sold that they were cops the whole time. I really? thought that when he calls out lieutenant and the guy goes, oh, something's wrong. Yeah. My immediate thought was, oh, the, this is how they they talk to each other in code. See, that's, that's what, what cool it, Greg and I thought too. Yeah. It, it was a g- back and forth of like maybe like you were saying earlier before we were on the show of maybe he knows he's not a lieutenant, so it's weird of like yeah. why yeah. you're calling me a lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. But then it's also like if they're faking being cops, he know he also like knows he's not a lieutenant, and so it's like a weird because they set up like 30 seconds before they're calling each other by their actual names right. and then so right. the the moment of lieutenant is like oh fuck what is happening yeah. right when now when he gets the uh when he gets the the rope or the, whatever the wire i believe yeah. and like yo where are the handcuffs yo and then the redhead yeah. guy goes Oh shit! Or yeah. whatever the hell he said. That's why I'm like, oh, these are fucking cops. Like, yeah. What a moment, dude. It seems to be two goons from Todd and Jack's band of Nazis. Again, this is what I'm thinking while I'm watching it. Uh, Jesse convinces them not to kill him if he shows them where the money is. Jesse started, uh, and then we get a moment where the one of the cops has to go deal with the annoying neighbor. So it's just uh, Jesse and one of the cops, or fake cops. He starts taking his half of the money and calls the dude's bluff when he threatens to kill him. Uh, and I, I love this where he's like, I'm dead anyway if uh, if I don't yeah. get this money. So what are you going to do? You're going to shoot me. Again, it's what you're talking about of why he didn't do this to Todd earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think now he is out of the victim mindset. And now he's just like, I am ready to do whatever I can to get the fuck out of here. So It's do or wanna, die. Yeah, it's do yeah, or die. So die. if you want to shoot me right now, you're going to have to deal with everybody in this apartment fucking try it. Uh, I I loved that moment right there. It it reminded me less of Jesse in the show and more of Walt of just like playing playing this kind of mind game mind with game. other people and uh, it's definitely like little things that Jesse picked up on in, uh, uh, in his time during the show. It might be best to tread lightly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Jesse talks about he's dead anyway if he doesn't get this money. Nazi goon one tells Jesse he only gets a third and to not push his luck. They sneak out. Jesse asks for his gun back and the Nazi goon tells him, fuck you, go buy one. Uh, <laughs> Jesse notices the truck they came in is from Candy welding and gets a slight flashback and realizes who he just dealt with. We don't really get it's just like a quick thing of like oh like this quick memory. So uh, obviously they have met each other, especially when uh, the guy responds is like, I thought like I, I was wondering when you were going to recognize me. Uh, which which makes sense to why they were covering his mouth during all of the interrogation or not, not interrogation, but during their little back and forth, mm. they they framed the shot to where. He's like this, and mm-hmm. it's you know he's talking to Jesse, and he's like, you know, put him down, you know, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, and they're, they're covering like... all of his face, and and my immediate thought was, are they doing this for some ADR reason? Maybe they uh... like didn't know what lines they were gonna put in there, but it's obviously that they were like trying to hide Our identity, his yeah. identity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that guy was not in a Breaking Bad episode. Like those are flashbacks shot for the purposes of this movie. Yeah, okay, so it, I haven't rewatched it. It happens during the timeline, right? Because we, right, we get. It's a uh, granite state. It takes 
place over the course of like six months. Right, right. Uh, and so there's a lot that we just don't, don't see, see. Of, uh, okay. of Jesse. Uh, we then uh, get some classic Breaking Bad scores. Jesse drives away of just uh, just some great. Uh, kind of background music that they would use throughout the show that I really loved. Uh, we find out that Jesse is looking for the disappearer and is checking every appliance mm. store in the ABQ. He crosses best quality vacuum off the list, but then discovers the red van that approached him when he was originally going to leave Albuquerque. Uh, Jesse walks in and tries to get the old... Tries to get old man vacuum to break. He eventually does, but OMV decides uh, that he's owed the last pickup that Jesse didn't go to on top of what Jesse would owe for this current job. So in this scene was one of my favorite lines when he's like, dude, you're the guy. You're the guy. I'm, I'm 95% <laughs> sure you're the guy. I was like, yeah. that's great. That and good. he's playing the scene just like uh, this, again, classic Breaking Bad, like... Gus Fring, like Walt when he's running the, the car wash, where he's like, I'm just a businessman. Like, I don't know why you're coming here with all this money. I'm just doing my thing. And it's just like the, the moment where he's trying to think of the password. He's like, I don't fucking remember the password, man. Just yeah. give me a break. I, I know you. It's, it's, a, it's, you. it's a whatever part for a Hoover vacuum. Well, I forgot <laughs> the exact code word. Um, uh, but I love the actor. I, I love oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love his. He's great. I love how like coy he is. Yeah. It's, it's just such a cool little back and forth between two people that we've never seen talk to each other. You right, know? and uh, almost very deadpan in a, yeah. in a way. Like uh, we've seen, we've seen the vacuum guy <laughs> talk to Walt several times. Right. Which, by the way, that one scene where they're in the cabin and he's like, "Just two more hours." Yeah, he's like, "I'll give you ten, ten grand, oh. two more hours." And he's like, "One hour." Yeah. And it's like, all right. So they play cards. Like, oh, what a heartbreaking yeah. scene. But yeah. yeah, we've seen this character talk a lot to Walt. We've just never seen him and Jesse interact. So it's. It's one of those cool, like... It's like when again, Jesse and Marie, like, kind of first yeah. meet right. in the show. You're again, like, it's wow. a very much like like a fan fiction thing. Like, yeah. we, like these two people <laughs> that I never thought would ever interact are, are here now. Yeah. Uh, Jesse tries to give everything he has, but it's not enough. And OMV isn't having it. From where I sit, you made your own luck, as did your partner, as did your lawyer. So, I did, just a really quick theory thing, and I might be reading too much into this line right now, right? He might just be simply referencing, like, they made their own luck by having to come to me, right? But we're also in the aftermath of Walt, and everybody knows Walt's dead and whatnot, so he, he talks about, like, he made his own luck, but then he also specifically brings up Saul in a subtle way. We don't know when the flash forwards and Better Call Saul yeah. happen, so did something also happen to Saul in the kind of time jump and whatnot like I, I, I know I'm probably reading way too much yeah, into I don't it, think but. so I, I think uh, I think it's more of just like hey Saul had it going fine yeah and, and I, like and now look at him he's off uh, managing, managing a, a Cinnabon a Cinnabon you know <laughs> so I I don't think that was a hey you know Saul's fucked up now yeah even though he kind of is, is yeah. but yeah because uh, there are just some scenes in the flash forwards where he has some close run-ins of Possibly getting recognized, possibly getting caught. Yeah. So, uh, but he has like a fake security, uh, social security card, yeah, like all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like he went through like all a, the all the things to yeah. disappear. But I could, I could kind of see that too. What you're saying because the conversation they were having in mm -hmm. the car was about him being a slave, right? He's like, you've heard what happened to me, right? Yeah. Like, not, yeah. not like you've heard I've done bad things, and I'm like, he's yeah. saying I'm a victim. Mm. So the fact that he got replied to by the vacuum guy, like, yeah. well, you know, the other guys, for me, shit happened to them. I can see it all relating. Yeah, and I, I do love the, the moment where he's, like, tearing up. I, I've seen, like, two women that I've fallen in love with killed in front of me, and he's like... <sighs> Are you trying to pull on heartstrings right now? Yeah. Like, I'm not the yeah. dude to do that to. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. Um, but, hold on, before we move on, how do you yeah. guys feel about him 
because we know he's cutthroat from when he was dealing with Walter in the cabin. So he right. was like fifty thousand or whatever to for yeah. me to play one game with you or some shit like that. Yeah. But just that that eighteen hundred dollars or whatever it was for him to be like, yo, Jesse, the like it's yeah. so hot for him in the streets. And he's like, yo, go out there and get eighteen hundred, then come back. Like, yeah. When you have double the money, I, I don't know. I, no, I I totally understand why because I think that him going out on that initial run for Jesse. Before Jesse bounces and realizes that Huel stole his weed and then yeah. that Huel also stole the rice and cigarette. Mm-hmm. I think him bouncing on that situation put him in a lot of risk. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he sees it as like, look, I put my neck out on the line the first time. Like, obviously, you paid a lot of money. But the first time I went to go pick you up when you were first going to bounce and leave town mm-hmm. and then you left and you sort of walked out on this transaction... You put me through a lot of like, uh, I, I think he sees that as like, you, I risked my shit going out for you, and then you bounced. So, so now like, you got to risk your you. shit, yeah. 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 Especially because they set up and yeah. the show where Saul's like, you get one shot with this guy. So the fact that he's even playing with the idea of giving Jesse another shot, I think, is a lot of leeway for this character. And it shows right? that how strict he is. Like the fact, it's transactional. Yeah. It is services for money. Yep. Yeah. And, and the you know the fact that. He, the, the reason why Jesse initially leaves is the fact that uh, he has weed in his pocket and then Huel has to steal it. The fact that this guy's not cool with weed, like, yeah. shows yeah. me that, like, something that, that that minimal, now granted, this is back in the day, so think, you know, like the laws are a little stronger, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that he's not cool with, like, somebody having weed on them just shows me that, like, anything else is yeah. a complete, like, you're fucking me right now. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is a, Besides like a, his a personal business, affront. he's yeah. a straight arrow in mm-hmm. that kind of uh, realm. Uh, Jesse refused to leave, but bitch-ass OMV turns into a snitch and calls the cops. What do we feel about snitches, Cool G? Oh, it's not acceptable. Right? <laughs> it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. But I love that uh, Jesse thinks that he's bluffing for a second. He's like, you know, they too. ask you to fucking stay on the line and stuff, and you have just as much to lose as I do. And right when he kind of finishes, you just see the shot of the, the cops falling up right behind him. It's I, so For good. a second there, though, I thought... He had figured it out. I thought it was one of those Breaking Bad moments. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was a, uh, you know, a wall challenging Gus Fring. Or I thought it was one right. of those, like... You're not gonna do this. Yeah, like, come on, you need me, and but, then and then Gus is like, "You're right, I do need you," or whatever. I thought it was honestly one of those moments where Jesse had figured it all out. Uh-huh. And but I, what I was hoping for instead of the cop car, I was hoping the to hear audio from the phone and be like, "Sir, are you still there?" Right. <laughs> like yeah, that's right. what I was hoping yeah. for, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the cops show up hella fast, and Jesse gets the fuck out of there. OMV covers for him, so maybe he's not so bad. After it was cool. All. I yeah. like that. Yeah, where he's like, I'm, I'm fucking with you right now, just because you're fucking with me. But I'm not gonna rat you out, kind of situation, because I know you're gonna want to get out of here and not be seen by the cops. And if you do get caught, maybe I get ratted out by you. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, doesn't really he, know much, right? Huh? Doesn't really know much. And I the mean, straight I, and arrow guy probably covered his shit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I th- I think that like again the question of why would I come here with all of this money kind of shit, right? Yeah. Like they would have to look into him and but with everything Jesse's going through, I think mm. they're like, we got you on so much. Yeah. The that's little fair. shit you're yapping about, yeah, like that's yeah. fair. 
That's fair. Good point. G. Uh, Even though he's been turned down, Jesse calls OMV and tells him that he will get the rest of his money. Your word is your bond, which uh, is a kind of callback to to Jesse. Forget who he's talking to. Oh, I think it's Badger's cousin when he they have uh, the RV at his place. He's like, my word is my fucking bond. He always oh, kind of yeah. lives by that. Uh, we then go to Jesse's parents' house where they uh, get a call from their favorite son because even though he's a meth dealer, that's not as bad as his lame younger brother who smokes shitty weed, plays the oboe or whatever, and is in London on a band trip because he's a spoiled little shit. I wasn't I expecting... To go back to that other scene, I, I wasn't expecting this to become... We need to get money to pay the guy. Yeah, mm. I wasn't expecting the rest of this movie Make to sort no. of become that. Right. Uh, so I was kind of shocked by that. I thought this was just the movie's way of showing, hey, remember this character? Well, now he's gone. You've seen the last of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much like the other cameos. But no, this became a kind of a heist movie almost. <laughs> but, yeah. and, and, I, and I really liked that too because yeah. it, when it shows that he's looking for the disappear, you're like, oh, this makes sense of yeah. th- this is his only way out besides turning himself into the, the police. That's what they call him, the disappearer? I think uh, that's like, uh, when I was looking up like how what to call him, that was like the only thing. The soul like sites, uh, <laughs> 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 that's Soul Reaver. I fucking love that. Uh, because Jesse lures his parents out of their house to go pick him up so he can sneak in and uh, find something. Uh, one thing that's really cemented in this scene is that the cops in this universe are terrible at keeping an eye on houses. Because yeah. like the when the fucking Nazis broke into Skylar's house to like, hey, don't talk about oh. Lydia. Right. And then this scene Hard where Jesse easily breaks into his own house and you see them kind of like keeping an eye on the house. Like, man, cops are really bad at their jobs in this universe. Yeah. Uh, were the cops on shit when uh, Heisenberg got back into his house to talk to Skylar? Yes, he snuck yeah. in. Can't sneak in. Yeah. But there, yeah, even that. Like, come on. He could sneak in? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> well, that, that's why there was a lot of like fan theories that a lot of the that Walt died way earlier in the car, right? Yeah, there yeah, were there yeah. were theories that that Walt died in the in the car when it was like snowing outside, and that everything kind of everything like, else is just like a fever dream and just kind of like all like his, made up. like his like last kind of like because brain. everything went perfect. Yeah, yeah right. And nothing yeah. goes perfect for Walt, but like yeah. he was able to sneak in. But also the gun the good perfectly point. killed everybody, you know. Right. <laughs> but the the good point of. Uh, the the counter argument there is that he didn't know that Jesse was uh, cook- still cooking meth and and whatnot, but also um, I forget whatever. Uh, well, let's well, one thing I will just going back to Breaking Bad super super fast since we're on the topic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like it's one of the sort of plot holes that is kind of too out there to not ignore is that like Jesse's place is just a safe haven for Walt to always go talk. Yeah, yeah. like. They they never keep an eye on him. They never right. keep an eye on his place. The place isn't bugged. Yeah. It's always like <laughs> Walt can just go there and show up at any time and be like, yo, Hank knows. We gotta <laughs> But it's like, no, it's just like this yeah. little safe spot for yeah. some reason, you know. Yeah, I I did always think that was Plot weird. Armor. Like, because especially Jesse was in the attention of Hank for so long. Yeah. Like, right. Why would they not at least maybe not have Hank on the case because obviously he's way too emotional on that yeah. now, but have some agents kind of keeping tabs on him and uh, whatnot. Uh, Jesse uses his birthday as uh, as the code to try get, to get into his parents' safe, I assume, just because he does it a couple of times, uh, which doesn't work, so he tries his shitty little brother's birthday. And the safe opens. Oh. We see that Jesse... I know, that was, that was such like a older sibling kind of moment of like, oh, they're they're... 
they've like, moved past me and they're yeah. using this other child's uh, the, uh, birthday, which uh, I definitely understand that emotional pain. Uh, <laughs> we see that Jesse didn't fall too far from the tree because his parents be packing heat, man. Holy shit. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I thought there was just going to be money in this. I know. I yeah, same. I, I honestly thought he was like, all right, like I know a place where they keep some money hid, but uh, we then see kind of the plan unfurl later where he's like, I know where to get guns and like I'm going to try my best to to get the rest of the money As soon as back. I saw him get the gun and like you could tell that he was going to keep it, I was kind of like, all right, man, because I remember watching it with my mom and my girl and shit and I'm always team Heisenberg and they're always <laughs> like, well, Jesse feels bad. He's this, this and that. Like, oh, he, he cares about kids and all this he shit. He has like, like a moral compass he just that no to get a gun says. to yeah. go get someone's money. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> is he making up for like his passion that he feels like he's owed? Because it's some revenge shit if he's thinking like, that's my money and they took it from me. Mm. You know, no, but I either think, way, he was ready to break the law. I I think so it's you ain't no good guy, Jesse. You just a snitch and an asshole, bro. No, I, I think I think he sees it as I think he sees it as this is the person, this the guy who has that money is the only person that I know of that the that can't call Rat the cops. Me out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. can't, you know, like I I feel like he sure he could have stolen and broken into some random people's houses or whatever, or he could have like robbed the lady on the street or whatever. But he, but he knows that this person has a lot of money, and also. That person kind of also lent to him being chained up for so long, and right. also the guy, you know, he's kind of a fucker anyway. You know, I get yeah. that, but that sounds like it feels like a revenge list then. So it's like you're still kind of an asshole. I just always felt like he was kind of trying to be a better person. Nah. This shows that he's not. Trying he's to trying be a to peace person. out. He's trying yeah, to get out just, of there. He's yeah. just trying to dip the fuck out. I, I think it's. I think it's like his. The, the but you don't think Breaking Bad set up that he was trying to be a better person towards the end? Oh, definitely. Like him turning snitch, I thought was him being soft and him being like, you know, this is all wrong. I've been living yeah. wrong. I need to look yeah. better. And then this is just more of like, oh, I, I need to, it's like, it sounds like a move I would make, to be real. It's like, I, I ain't there yet, so let me just try to get there. I'll worry about being a bad person later. Right. Let me just get there first. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah I, I think this is just like the last option. I think it was the, yeah. I think it was the, the best of two bad or multiple bad ways yeah. he could have gone. So like, we think he took all of Badger's and Skinny's money? Like that was the end of what they had from Heisenberg? No, I don't think that's. You I think, think they just went been, back and like, like, hey. they, yeah, because they just kind of pulled out whatever was in their pockets. <laughs> yeah. Right, so. Well, I, I don't. Maybe I, wait a second to finesse some uh, meet up with them. I know the eyes are on them right now, but some figure yeah, out something. I, I, eyes are, are too hot, and I think he's just wanting to get out of town as quickly as possible. Yeah. And yeah. he needs this money as quickly as possible. And obviously, with the cops going back to Badger's place or to Skinny Pete's place. Yeah. For the El Camino. That would have been way too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I know what you should do. Break into Hank's old house, steal all the minerals, hop on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Boom, wait a couple months, but you'll get there, bro. get there. a couple months. But what he actually does is takes uh, his parents' guns and looks in the phone book for candy welding to steal back money from Todd's friends. But uh, really quick before we move on from the scene, okay. I do like kind of his... Uh, goodbye to his parents in a way or he's like no matter what happened like you guys did yeah, your best like you great. guys did what you could everything that happens here on out because he knows like maybe his plan won't work like maybe yeah. he gets caught uh it's on me you know like i I've, I've tried to guilt you guys in the past i've tried to play you guys up and play on your emotions but this the, this isn't on you guys and I, I i did really like that uh even though i never really enjoyed the parents characters yeah. but i think it was like an important kind of mature moment for Jesse uh that i really appreciate there was yeah. part of me that just thought that he was finessing them really like, there was part of me that just thought that, like, you know, he I said am, that okay. just to get them. I am tugging at the heartstrings, and so this is, they will actually like go yeah. and pick me up. I mean, that's fair. I think that's definitely part of it, right? Mm. 
because he had a goal there. There was a motive. I think, yeah. yeah, I think there's some motive, but also some truth there. Yeah. I, I could see it uh, being viewed a couple of different ways, which to, Breaking Bad is so good at. What's up? I said to Gia when, when that was going on, I was like, dude, my mom would never. Like, <laughs> she would never, when I in that situation, be like, oh, turn yourself in. Like, maybe meet me up. We'll figure it out, and I'll talk you into right. that later. But just when she said that, I would have been like, I kind of. Not I gotta pull cut off ties. on that Heisenberg and the Sun thing, but I'm yeah. like, this is kind of the conversation I cut ties because now their interests not aren't, aren't lining up with my yeah. interests. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. Uh, we then see Jesse sneak into the candy shop and sees Nachi Goon One on the phone when hookers, I believe. Yeah. Oh, they were hookers. Yeah, it was like, but at first when I when they were walking, I was like, what is happening? Oh, they uh, okay, that's what they're. I had uh, asked asked G and she was like, I literally have no idea, but I was like. These are like cheap hookers, right? Because I think they said seven fifty an hour. Is that a good rate for a hooker? They looked not like the greatest. Three of them, seven hundred and fifty bucks an hour. That's two fifty each one. Is it? I was thinking it was each seven fifty, but who knows? No, I think I I think because like before he says that you don't even see how many people there are. Yeah. So I thought that was just how much they were paying. I thought it was definitely not minimum wage. (laughs) I thought it was cool because they just came into all that money, so it kind of shows they don't really have the connects yet. Yeah. So they're like, let's get this random van full of girls. God. Uh, That guy was giant. The hookers show up to have a sleepover with the Nazi bunch. Uh, We then get a flashback to NG1 wielding or welding the contraption that Jesse was stuck to in the Nazi meth lab. Uh, Nazi goon one. When um sorry to cut you off. No, uh, no, no, no. when that that security guard for the hookers or whatever uh, jumps out, yeah. Why were they making so much fun of him? Like, I, yeah, I guess they're Nazis. Rude, like, I don't really know the dude's race, but they're just like, I know he's so big. Is. I think <laughs> they were just like drunk, drunk and just yeah, fucking around. Drunk just seemed to, like really shady. Yeah. yeah, like he's like even though it's like a weird shady, a shady favor, he's like still like hooking them up with something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was kind of rude. He's on the clock, bro. Just yeah. leave him be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we go back to the flashback they make. Jesse tried to break uh, out of the setup they made for him, which just kind of turns into more torture, uh, which is really oh. sad where he's running and he gets like yanked like back and forth from the, the chain. It was like the really end of like a short zip line, yeah. which is very painful to hit. Oh, it reminds Reminds me of that Mad TV skit. Uh, look what I can do. That uh, it, it's no, Stuart. Oh, Thank you, man. Kevin. And when he he shit. would no wait. Is it that or is it? Yeah, it's Stuart. Th- 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 no, you know what, what it is. You know what it is. There's an old old uh, uh, bit on Saturday Night Live where Mike Myers plays like it, it's him and a little girl and they're in a playground and they're both kids and Mike Myers. Uh, well, uh, one time my dad told me blah 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 and he he was super hyper mm-hmm. and he was tied to a jungle gym. And he would run and try to, and eventually he broke through and like is dragging the jungle gym with him. <laughs> and that's exactly what this reminded me of. And God. four people will understand that reference. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're then brought to the present <laughs> uh, where Jesse plays with the same type of bug he played with before going to see Spooge and uh, uh, his wife. Uh, I really like this moment uh, coming back in a way because it, it shows kind of this. Um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, with the bug? Yeah, it's this. Um, oh, I get it. Rats and bugs. They well, all just play together. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's this weird, not ritual, but before he goes to like shake the money uh, from Spooge and stuff, uh, before Spooge's head gets crushed by the ATM machine, he's also uh-huh. playing with like a similar bug. Uh, and I think it's just this kind of weird moment where he tries to like just be a kid playing with bugs and forget what he's about to go do like a moment of solace on yeah like yeah. sort of self-regulation a little bit yeah, yeah. just like hey like let's try to be calm and f- just be cool for for a minute uh let's see 
The ladies decided that doing a full sleepover probably wouldn't be a good idea, so they bounce, and the Nazis start doing coke and play some sick tunes as Jesse gets ready to fuck them up. He walks in and asks for a favor, but, and at this point I'm not sure if they're Nazis anymore, but we're sticking with it. NG1 decides he wants to have a gunfight like the Wild West. It seems cheesy because obviously Gilligan wants to modernize Westerns in the coolest way possible, but the dude is high on coke, so I'll give it to them. Where it's just like, yeah. felt very random and very like, all right, this is Gilligan's thing of making yeah. Westerns in a modern uh, era. But the, my immediate like, thought was these guys fight. are coked up, and yeah. Yeah. this is just he's his just, first thought. He's just jacked up right now. Yeah, he's especially just, like, with the shot, like close-up shots of like Jesse's eyes, just ready, yeah. oh. and his kind of like coked up, like, like watery, um, out like, of yeah. it. Type it was of definitely weird as shit. Yeah, like, yeah. the stare down he does yeah. to his partner. Yeah, I was her, like, that was really weird. Scary. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, you look bigger than me, but it was like almost trying to kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was uh, an uh, interesting sort of like scene between those two characters to the point where I thought it was going to end in an outtake. Like I thought, the, I thought the redhead guy was going like, like, ah! like, ah, like, to we'll do another take. We'll yeah, do another. Um, yeah, I think it was just like a just showing of what people are like when they're under the influence and just like the weird mindsets that uh, that they can be in. Right. Uh, NG1 asks if Jesse is ready and Jesse responds. Uh, the music yeah, swells bitch. up in a very tense way. NG1 goes for his gun, but in the classic coolest Western move, Jesse fakes him out with the second gun from his parents' safe hidden in his jacket pocket. Holy fucking shit. Like, at this point, I had totally forgotten about the second gun, right. and I thought he was really going to use the 22, and it was just the coolest buildup to I, that. I knew he had the second gun. I just didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah. And mm. the fact that his hand was in his jacket the whole time, I kind of, like, I just didn't know what... How the... I didn't know how the scene was going to sort of, like, end in, uh, end in who's death, you know? Right. Uh, NG2 pulls a gun, Jesse runs out of bullets, grabs another gun, and shoots NG2 right in the fucking head. Uh, Because he's had experience of, uh, kind of running around shooting and stuff, he he has the upper hand there. Jesse scares the other guys to leave, grabs NG1's money, and blows the candy shop up and drives away. I like him stealing their IDs as well. Yeah, I fucking know you. I know your addresses. I will come after you. I got Uh, kids. Fuck your kids. Yeah, (laughs) like I don't give a shit about your kids. (laughs) And I do love the the moment where he has the money, he's walking away, he kind of stops for a moment. He's like, nah, I, I like this whole place is a crime scene. I need to like kind of blow it up and like have as little evidence as possible here. Uh, we then get a flashback with Jesse, I believe, on the phone with Jane and good old Heisenberg. Now, Andy, I know Nick Scarpino is not here, but we need the intro to wigging out. Is it a wig? I don't know. We're going to find out, yes or no. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wigging Out, a very special episode. Nick Scarpino is no longer the host of uh, Wigging Out for now because maybe Big Wig got him. Anyway, I am your host, Barrett Corby. It seems like they have because, (laughs) as somebody mentioned in our Facebook group, there he was no mentions. mention of wigs in throughout all of Harry Potter. Mm. Oh. Like mm. I, apparently we, we didn't mention it once, which is mm. just like staggering. No, I don't. I don't think that's true because you guys talk about it with uh, uh, the Malfoy's dad. dad. The dad yeah, uh, but I think so far in Star Wars we haven't talked about Man. it yet. So I think the Big Wig, big got wig him. has gotten to him. So I am your host, Barry Courtney, joined up. by my co-host Gia Tap Harris. The first wig that I want to point out, obviously, because we've gotten to this scene, is Walter's just terrible bald cap. Fan. Anti-wig. Just, yeah, it, it was the, uh, the a different use for for a wig uh, here. His head and I looks think, so big. Yeah, and I think this so is also domain. like a probably we shouldn't have watched uh, the the show yeah. building up because you know 
weirdly because he's bald. I know for so how his head looks. <laughs> yeah, so it's just his head just kind of comes around just in a really weird uh, way. It looks higher time. You're just like. It looked uh, uh, best when they were in profile view. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But from the side view, you could see where the sides were puffing out. No, see, in profile, that was that was where it looked most egregious. When there was more wide shots of them just to the side, that's when I was like, okay, I can kind of see like the. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, wider yeah, shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's a scene of them looking at each other sitting in the diner. Yeah. And there, it looked fine. But the the when it was just his one, or even when they're walking down the hallway, but when especially where he's sitting down at the at the diner and the light from the outside is kind of hitting him in a weird angle. Yeah, you it's just, just really there's see a lot of shadow, puffing on the yeah. side where like there's no like you know human beings we have sort of like this dip right here yep. where our our skull in between our skull and our ear, but there was yeah. just kind of like a little puff, you know, <laughs> a little puff. looked weird. So that was the most egregious one to me. But I was talking to Gia, my co-host, before the show, sure, and you've yeah. got some other ones that you gotta. You yeah, gotta bring up. I think so. When there's that dead cleaning lady, mm. um, and so it's a flashback. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> to to Jesse digging that hole. He had some fluffy wig thing on there that looked yeah. patchy, and, and the, the his beard also looked some, weird. Yeah, and, it was just all like bad. And then. My favorite, the welder with his weird mullet from the right, like, like yeah. that, that must have been a wig. Oh yeah, or bro. Something. When he's on the ladder and we first see him in that that wig, yeah, I thought he was the the fourth guy from Workaholics. You know the the fourth, fourth guy, guy that's like not always on camera, but he's the, he lives in or he he's sells the, the weed. He's shit. one of like the producers, writers on the show. Oh. I thought it was him, and yeah. then he goes into the light. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, that was not cute. Mm. Yeah, the, the, the Jesse weird. wigs were definitely very, very bad. Yeah. But I think yeah. a, I think a lot of it is just that. I think they're he better had, than the uh, Ozymandias uh, Ozymandias episode, though. How do like, you pronounce it? Oz- huh? Oh. Ozymandias? Yeah. Okay. The worst hair was definitely um, Skinny's, though, when he took off that beanie. I'm not convinced I know it that that wig. was a wig. Nah, I know. Sorry, but it was just the worst. Wig. <laughs> yeah. was crazy. Wasn't even he gave his beanie away? Yeah, because yeah, it, it was one of those things where I feel like it would have made more sense for his character to also be like clean shaven and stuff up there. So yeah, the fact that he took off his beanie, he has hair. That's when it, it was like, oh shit, he looks really old with that. Yeah, hair. yeah I don't know, he did I don't look know really why old. that just aged him up ten years, but it did for me. Well, that's what happens when you wait six years to make yeah. you know the sequel. Yeah. Everyone's aged six years. Yeah, it, it's one of those things I've seen a lot of people say like, ah, it's just hard for me to suspend the disbelief. Or uh, going into it, it's, I I almost went to watch it. Almost as a, like a a play where you have to you do have yes. to suspend your yeah. disbelief with some of the casting choices and just some of the things that you have to deal with and that's just why is what that is the age? Jesse's uh, supposed to be like twenty three in this yeah. movie. Yeah, like Jesse's <laughs> supposed to be young. Todd aged a million years. Uh, Walt especially also looks really really different when we see him. So there's just right. a, there's just a lot of things that you're just like all right let's. It is what it is. Like, let's yeah. just get to the story. But I do, lo- but I do love uh, in this whole diner scene the back and forth yes. because this is, um, uh, gosh, I, f- what's his goddamn name? Well, uh, yeah, but what's what's uh, uh, Brian Cranston? Oh, Brian Cranston. Mm. Uh, he has such a great way of of portraying, even in Breaking Bad when they do the flashbacks, he has such a great way of portraying Walter White and Heisenberg. And when they're sitting down at the table, that is Walter That's White. Wall. And yeah. it's, well, you're going to go to college. And it's this very, very positive demeanor. And I'm talking like a teacher now. And I'm I'm yeah. back in my old days. And we're, we're here parking. We're we're eating breakfast at this. Yeah. And our, our RV is parked out there. And 
and it's just still so well acted. And yeah. if he would have shaved his head, it would have been flawless. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's just because he's also doing a lot of theater stuff. Uh, yeah, like uh, well, and also New they York. didn't want to spoil that he was going to be in. Right, in so El if Camino. he had shaved his yeah, head, it would have been like, known. all right, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, they go to a diner to grab some breakfast, and Jesse, uh, uh, I believe, gives the most important line in Breaking Bad universe history. Only assholes don't like pineapple. Uh, we realize that this is a one. Oh, That's for you, Kevin. We realize that this is the wonderful trip Jesse and Walt were talking about uh, going on before the RV died, and they were almost stranded for dead. The one moment in the show where there was a glimmer of happiness. Hey, bro, bro. Uh, so remember we were saying earlier about how the uh, the dudes didn't know how to deal with the money, so they got like cheap hookers? Yeah. This, bro, like, got paid $5 for free water? Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, bro, you knew money. Well, he was like, what the yeah. fuck? Well, I love on, that bro. line from Walter White of like, wow, you're so generous. You're rolling in it. Yeah. Uh, Walt and Jesse discuss selling the biggest batch of meth they've ever, they've cooked so far. Walt encourages Jesse to go to college. Uh, uh, yeah, like this is a nice Well, actually, scene. he encourages him to get his GED. Yeah, he forgets that uh, Jesse has graduated high school. And like, it's don't just, take that away from Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, it's just a classic uh, Walter-Jesse scene where Walt is trying to, his best to engage, but in a kind of moment of ignorance, he offends Jesse, and yeah. then a sweet conversation turns into an argument. Antagonistic, um, yeah. yeah, and but then turns into Walt coughing and him trying to like, no, he's good, sure he's, he's good, he's good, yeah. he's, yeah. making sure he's okay. And it, again, it just reminds of us of the very, very complicated relationship that they they had. And mm. I think this scene was like the perfect scene to kind of send these uh, the r relationship of these two characters uh, a goodbye, a farewell. Man, I, I would have gonna... broke, I would have broken NDA so bad and just tweeted out like, "Yo, Brian Cranston's here and he's Walter White." Again. <laughs> like, if I were one of the people in the Apparently diners, they, like they hid so many people so well of like going in and out of sets and shit like that. Like it, they were like on lockdown That's for so this movie. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, Imagine if we see like in a year or two from now, uh, Breaking Bad's Twitter upload a picture of. Aaron Paul, but actually Jesse in like a Alaska State University hoodie. It's like, I'm a man with technology. I would like to think that's where he goes. Uh, Walt says Jesse is lucky for not having to wait his whole life to do something special, which calls back uh, to Walt's whole arc about wanting to do something important with yeah. his life, but being uh, kind it. of late, uh, late in his years and waiting so long to do something with it, uh, which again kind of calls back to why we're going th through this whole journey with Jesse. Uh, we then go to OMV driving a truck into Alaska with Jesse in the back. OMV tests Jesse on the facts of his new life and persona. He uh, Jesse hands OMV a letter to deliver to Brock and drives away in his car with an Alaska license plate, uh, which says the last frontier as Jesse drives on looking forward to a fresh start he looks over and it cuts to a flashback with him and Jane driving they talk about going where the universe takes people and whether or not it's better to make the uh, if it's better to make those choices uh, on your own we and cut the horrible back. wig is back <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's wig or Jane's wig Jesse oh, okay. uh, we cut back to Jesse just as we saw him in the finale of Breaking Bad and at the beginning of this movie driving away to a new adventure where we can only imagine what life will have in store for him we cut to possible the worst title screen ever with the most hideous font, a Red Dead 2 looking background, and a song that should have been the end credit song for a mystery detective TV show. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Man, I hate Jane. <laughs> I hate her so Bro, you much. You have such beef. You don't like snitches. Don't cross Heisenberg, especially not like that. Like she, Heisenberg didn't even do anything. He just showed up and like 
Just show it up, bro. Come on, man. That, uh, uh, someone in the chat, uh, Good in Gaming, says, I can't believe you skipped the one yeah bitch in the movie where they are having breakfast oh, and yeah. Jesse's giving up all, all the, the fruit. He's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so we got one of them. don't do this because obviously we're live with an audience, but like, can you guys recite your social security number backwards? Fuck no. Because yeah, that, that was a was test to, know, to show if you know your new identity. I was like, I that would take me a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was supposed to memorize, you know what I mean? But um, backwards? No, I mean, I, I, I guess the fact that he knows it just shows forwards, he's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, it was I, really cool. I, I think that was like an extra credit kind of like uh, <laughs> yeah. question. I was like impressed. A, yeah, yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, yeah. I had like at that moment where he's driving away, like I had th this show is like uh, tied to so many personal uh, relationships Memories, in my yeah. life, like past and present, and like emotions just like hit me like a ton of bricks because like we're finally getting this send off, yeah, and it felt like. Uh, it, it just felt like this, like almost when Game of Thrones ended, like mm -hmm. an, uh, it's the end of an era and we yeah. are, we can finally move on now, now that we know. It's like, the what end of happens. an era yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah again, yeah. 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 And I, I do like that it, it brings us back to where he kind of, uh, with more context and a now brighter future, but it's the same kind of send off where he's driving away and he's, you can see that he's happy. It, it reminds me of, Weirdly enough, stick with me here. The send off to the. I mean, I'll stick with you, dude. I, br I brought up a Michael Myers fucking <laughs> Saturday Night Live bit. We're not going anywhere. It, it, Five minutes. <laughs> it reminds me of the tenth Doctor played by David Tennant in Doctor Who, where his last line uh, before it changes to Matt Smith is, "I don't want to go." And it has like this very emotional impact with a, a bunch of characters. But then he comes back in like the special where all the different doctors are coming back to uh, like fight this uh, whole evil. And when David Tennant leaves that episode, his last words again are, I don't want to go. And it's just, it, like it gives new context. Was it really a necessary story? No, but it, it gives something new. So when we get another goodbye with this character, it means just a little more. And that's what I really, really loved about this movie. I agree with you. And I think that's that's like a great point. And also, I like that this movie, because of that same sort of parallel ending, it doesn't undermine the ending of Breaking Bad. Right. Like you can still have that be a complete entity. It's not intrusive. At it's all. not intrusive. Exactly. So, yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, it's not like they're trying to, you know, ex over explain things or, yep. or tie up loose ends that maybe fans were unhappy with, you know, like, yeah. this isn't that. I think this is just kind of like, again, uh, the, hey, remember all these characters that you love? We're going to show you little vignettes with them. Mm -hmm. And it's almost, I, I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was during an earlier Star Wars interview or maybe during Harry Potter where this is kind of like uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, 1.5, <laughs> like like yeah. Lion King 1.5, where yeah. we're seeing these sort of side stories that we didn't really know, but they, I do think that they add a lot of uh, impactful meaning to the greater story. Mm. Yeah, I remember uh, after Breaking Bad ended, I was like, "Ooh, I want to, I kind of want to get in the Empire business. That sounds dope." But uh, now I'm like. <laughs> Maybe that coyote business? <laughs> that coyote business. Yeah. That's where the money's at. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Two hundred fifty thousand for like one person. Couple, couple phone calls. I mean, a it's a long, yeah. long drive on, to man. Alaska. Once you got those connects, though, they're yeah. good for life. Man. <laughs> and he was like planning on driving to Mexico City in like a month and stuff. Who do you, the ultimate middleman? Who do you that think guy? takes care uh. of the store when he's gone? It's probably just close. Because <laughs> yeah. he's making so much money. It's yeah. like he has to, when people are there, he has to act like, hey, I need to keep my store yeah. open. But when it's closed, it's like, yeah, like whatever. He must have a that really good money launderer. <laughs> I know. Imagine the hookers right. he's getting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you also have to think of, he, has, he is also spending money to 
at least set them up for their new lives, right? Like he obviously owns or bought the the land that uh, the Walt car. bought the car, but like mm-hmm. bought the property yeah. that Walt had to like live in for six months and buy him all of his food. Well, and, and, and a living. special case, right? They said that yeah, he's more expensive, true. so I that's get true. that. This Jesse's obviously another special case, <laughs> but. Uh, again, I think once you have those connects, you're kind of good to go, oh, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Social security number must be expensive as shit. But if yeah, you're coming oh, back yeah. like four or five times a year, I imagine you're getting some kind of little Costco bundle deal. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like a buy 10, get one free. Yeah, let's something. go. Yeah. Frequent buyer. Mile. And you're staying in the U.S. <laughs> it's not even like you're crossing borders. Right. Because, you know, like, he has a good point. setup. <laughs> and this little truck, Kevin can make me one of them little compartments, man. We can get me into Canada finally. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's go. Canada. You can go to Toronto with us. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I loved it. I, I am glad that Vince Gilligan didn't try to introduce a greater power or anything like that. I'm glad that it was yeah. just sort of like self-contained. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a very it, it's it, it was all just kind of like a it was all about Jesse and I and I love that we even though we saw him at the end of Breaking Bad in a positive light, right? It, and he just didn't have much of it in at all in season yeah, 5. Yeah, they're still like very So, yeah, it was just it was comforting to sort of to get this ending for him. Speaking of a greater power, Ragu Bagu. Ragu. Bigger Bagu. I don't know who the villain Who's the villain uh, here? The, the, the candy guy? The candy man? Yeah, candy man. Uh, candy man's Todd. a villain? Huh? Todd. Todd. Todd kind of coming back, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we hey rank guys, him number one. On. Man, Heisenberg is the ultimate villain. We just give it to him. Yeah, we <laughs> that's my guy. That's my guy. He wasn't bro. in it. We deserve it. This is going to be the nice only Breaking Bad thing we're going to get. It's our one chance. <laughs> our one chance. I, like, I, 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 I love your sentiment, but I have to give it to Gus Fring. I think like, oh, Gus yeah. Fring. In yeah, this absolutely. Well, no, not in oh. this, but I'm talking about like Breaking oh, Bad general, in, like, it, in, like, in, in full because he is such a very complicated and has a great backstory. He's probably that, my favorite villain of all time. Yeah, he. I think he's one of the best written uh, fictional characters uh, ever. Job. Like more, I would say even a little bit more than Walt, especially, and I think that's even more impressive because he only gets like a season and a half, almost two seasons of building him up as a character. But yeah, the, the villains here... Queen me 50-50 and then, all right, if, if he's not the villain, could he be the, the hero? Heisenberg's the hero of the story, He's or the what? Anti-hero. I get the anti hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some suckers, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's Wait, so, who is it, Gus? Who do you give it to? I mean, it's it's. Oh, now it doesn't matter. I was passionate about my answer. <laughs> now motherfuckers don't. Well, if, we're, if we were you reviewing win, Breaking Bad and if we were doing the whole series, I yeah. feel like there'd be a lot more conversation. But in this one, you know, we had. Oh no, it's Candy. I we think. had Todd for a little bit. We had the Candy Man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Candy is the one that got the hatred out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to Jane too. I don't like her so. <laughs> All right. She popped in take. for a moment of levity <laughs> at the end. <laughs> um, should we do a little haiku and review? Ooh. Do we have any? We have. Holy shit. We have two. Seven the- syllables in the middle. We need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret. Haikus don't need to rhyme. I didn't know there'd be any. That's why I didn't prep the song. Well, you did well. Um, Michael Blackwell went to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write his review in haiku form, just like you can, and he sent us two. The first is, you're really lucky. I spent my whole life waiting. Are those tears or snow? I don't understand that. Tears or snow. 
All right, Michael Blackwell, mm. we might need a mm. little bit of... Is that a reference? Tweet mm. at us. Tweet at us. <laughs> um, number two is, when will we ever see realistic depictions of video games? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Rage uh, episode in the Breaking Bad show where he's playing with the the gun that never... That version of that game never there's existed. There's no light gun. Yeah, yeah. there's no light gun in Rage 2. But also, one of the most cheesiest intros next to number one, the dubstep intro. Oh God! With the yeah, cars terrible. Yeah. Just so bad, <laughs> so bad. Thank you for your haikus and reviews. Yeah, those yeah. were great. But tweeted us, Michael Blackwell. What the fuck does that mean? Are those tears or snow? All right, so let's rank the Breaking Bad universe. Wow. How 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 are we how are we thinking about this? Are we are we just ranking Breaking Bad as a whole, and then El Camino, and, and then, then Better, Better Call, Call Saul? Saul, or do we want to like? Think about just what are some of the best episodes, and think about if this is up there. Like, wh- I, what do we think? Yeah, wh- where does this? You gotta wait till the second movie comes out. Yeah. Where does this rank? Uh... <laughs> <You're silly guy>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting a second movie. I just think they're all very. <laughs> I think they're all very different things. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I. Where does this rank as an episode of Breaking Bad? Like, is this one of the better ones? I would say this is. I mean, there. I, mean, I, I would think it's this, my favorite show of all time. I fucking love all of the shows. Yeah, like, so yeah. It, it's hard to really grasp. Like, what are the like? There's obviously the best episode, which we don't know how to say. Ozzy, <laughs> right. Ozzy yes. No, but I'd say even Granite State is is up there. Yeah. As well. Granite State's ending, I, I'd say, is like the, one of the most get hype endings, where the the theme song plays, which is Walt's theme. And I, quick shout out, I'm glad that they didn't really did they they didn't use the theme song at all in the the movie, did they? No. Yeah, so I'm glad they didn't because watching it, watching the show again, I was like, this is Walt's theme, especially yeah. at the end of Granite State, oh, where yeah. he's like, I'm going back, I'm fixing everything, and it just fucking ramps up. It was the coolest, coolest God. thing. Uh, yeah, I, I would say this is probably, yeah, it's like ranking your children at this point. Like, I, I would say mid tier to higher tier. Yeah, like, I think this is a solid. Would you episode. put this one's birthday as your code on your safe? No. No, no. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I don't know. It's so hard for me to, yeah, to even try to find out where it lies yeah. in the bigger universe. Mm. Um, and I think we'd be doing it at the service. Yeah. To do so. Oh, to, to rank it. Yeah. Although I do want to give some love to Better Call Saul because whenever Nick Scarpino or Kevin is on here and Better Call Saul comes up, they're like, oh, it's fucking lame and shit. Hey, the first episode starts with them tagging. Hey, yeah. my man. My man. I will make the argument that Better Call Saul season one might be better than Breaking Bad season one, but I think that's also because there's a built oh. universe and stuff like that. They have an advantage. It's a great show. If y'all it is really great. It. It's, a, it's a fucking awesome it's show. It's written so fucking And when well. you, when Kevin and Nick talk about it, it's obvious that they've only watched the first couple of episodes, so they don't give it. They didn't give it a chance, and it becomes an amazing show. So I just wanted to give it some love. Yeah, agreed. Also. Um, uh, go watch Leftovers. That's a good show too. Oh, Leftovers is awesome. <laughs> oh, are we just are we now we're just saying shows? we're just naming shows that everybody loves that Kevin doesn't like. <laughs> everybody loves it. Yeah, Leftovers right. is amazing. All right. <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks everybody. for watching. So next Tuesday, uh, we'll be reviewing. Well, some someone up the here Star will be Wars reviewing crew. Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi, Ooh. and then on Friday, Terminator in review. Oh, very exciting! I didn't re- I didn't realize that we were already at this point where Terminator yeah. review was starting. Yeah, neither did I. Never seen it. <laughs> doing it. Ooh, are you going to be watching along with Tim? I am. That's exciting. I'm going to probably be falling asleep probably on the too. couch next to him, mm, but that's fair. That's how I like to watch. Try movies. to stay up during T two. Okay. T two. I think one of the uh, one of my favorite films of ever. Awesome. It's so good. Okay, so good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, bitch. Gang shit. <laughs>